Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of If It Isn't Love Podcast. I am your host, Donisha Renee. And I'm your co-host, J.O. Woodson. And we're happy to be back. Y'all thought we weren't going to come back in the second week. And look at us. Consistency is key, Margaret. But consistency is key. That workout took, took you out, huh? Let me tell you, I did two arm workouts yesterday. And I was doing some tricep stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was in a class of people who, one, hadn't worked out previously. This is the 1145 class. And so I was trying to kind of show off. And this one lady was literally like, oh, he, oh, like going crazy. So I was just in there like, <laughs> like with my resistance band. And then I did the set and I was fine. And then I straightened my arms, right? Mm-hmm. And I went to bend my left arm and it wouldn't. Oh, you poor thing. <laughs> and they had done another exercise and coach was like, come on D, come on D. I was like, but my arms won't bend. <laughs> and I legitimately had to get my water bottle and like, rub it and I can still feel the tightness but maybe that means I'm gonna have a muscle maybe uh, more more than likely I, I feel it you can feel it right you feel it you can already feel it happening okay hey, hey, back, back, <laughs> back up back up back up but we are happy to be back with another episode um how are you feeling today sir I'm actually feeling really good I shaved my head um shut your face i didn't say anything it's your face <laughs> this is the one I, it's the only one i got anyway um you know it feels good to just how does it feel to be you i'm not gonna sing the Bye. song but y'all y'all pay attention to her instagram and see see <laughs> see uh how uh my moves work anyway but yeah um no i'm feeling good it's only tuesday right it's yes. tuesday it is Tuesday. Yeah. Time is a construct, but it it's also is. Tuesday. Yeah. Um. I, other than that, I got nothing. <laughs> You've got nothing, nothing, nothing. Down. Okay. I'm in a better mood than I was last night. Gotcha. Um. Yeah. I'm good, right? I feel like I'm taking everything. A day at a time, a moment at a time. Slowing down, mm-hmm. which is not my strong suit, um, and kind of what I want to get into talk about today um, about being a grown up. <laughs> I don't want to grow up. Yes, okay, about being a grown up and some of the transitions that life takes you through, right? Mm-hmm. And and how you handle it. Um, and I feel like I'm in a very transitionary period mm-hmm. um and 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 trying to w- work through the ebbs and flows of that and trying to figure out next steps right while also learning who i am now gotcha right? and really coming to terms that i am not the person i'm not the version of me that i was a few years ago and it's like i'm trying to work this new plan but i have old blueprints mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. I, that's a word, okay? Hold on, hold on. I feel it. Okay. I'm trying to work. Oregon. Put the Oregon I'm trying to work these new plans for my life. But the blueprints that I have to build are outdated. They're of a version of me that doesn't exist anymore. I mean. So I want to build, but I need to revise these blueprints. Right. Oh, I'm hitting the table. But I need to revise these blueprints as well. Mm-hmm. So. 
I, mean, I felt that thing in my heart. <laughs> in my heart. In your heart. In my heart. I felt that. So that's kind of where I am. That's how I'm doing. That is how I'm doing. I'm doing. <laughs> um, and yeah. <laughs> so I know I didn't tell you what we we're going to talk about today, nope. but I, 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 I'm reading this book that I have been reading for a few months. So that's mm. another one thing I want to like try to read. I have so many books. I actually saw this uh, meme on Facebook the other day where someone said the hobby of purchasing books is that you want to read is not related to the amount of books you read. And I felt both validated and triggered. I mean, it's true. Because I love owning books. I have so many books. I probably, not an exaggeration, have 20 books that I have purchased in the last year that I have yet to read. And I have been reading President Obama's books for Book for two that's years. A huge I've been reading this one book for two years. That book's years. thick. It's thick, and you need a dictionary. It's good, right? Because especially if you want to learn about political process and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But it is a dense read. So you, so yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, we about it's almost like we're about to get into a book club discussion. Yeah. But um, I mean, I get where you're coming from on that part because, like, I have tons of books on that bookshelf even just this one here i've not read yeah but it's i even just picked it up for the book cover but also like i wanted to read it but then i literally read manuscripts for my job and it's like okay i need a break so um i think what you read is different too right which is why i like to i love to read nonfiction. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people, I, I read fiction, right? There are fiction books that I read, but I love reading nonfiction specifically about black people who I admire, mm-hmm. right? So, you know, every time a new celebrity comes out with a book, like I love Gabrielle Union's first book and I have her second book. I haven't read it yet, but I have it. Um, I I got Viola Davis's book mm-hmm. the other day. Also, when you... You go to Target and Target has sales on um, books all the time. And I'm like, it's in my cart on Amazon for $30, but it was $14 at Target. Mm. Right. Um, so anyway, my whole point was I'm reading a book and I'm actually almost finished because I started the other day dedicating 20 minutes every morning, which I used to do it at work, 20 minutes every morning to reading. So I do it while I'm in the sauna. So both presses me to go to the gym and get in the sauna and then read. The sauna? Yes. Yeah, you dr- take a book in the sauna? Yeah. That damages the book. No, it's a dry sauna. Oh. It's not like where steam is flashing out all the time. No. it's It just goes up to 149 degrees. But it's all, it's wood and it's, it's the, the heat comes but there's no steam. So you sweat <clears throat> you're just sitting there and there's no steam. So it's not like people pour the rocks and like that, all that. It's not that. But so you sweat. So I sit, I'm sitting on a towel and then I put a towel on my lap mm-hmm. and I read my book. Okay. So in the book, I take my coffee black by Tyler Merritt. He has been, 
it's it's a it's a book about you know that chronicles his life as an activist, but he talks about um, like growing up and and being a theater kid and all this other stuff and being like you know being a black theater kid and mm-hmm. in Vegas and how that was weird blah, blah blah blah. But one of the things that he was he's mentioning at this point in the book is like your your like your legacy and what do you want the world not the world to think about you but. Uh, what do you, how do you want to impact the world and, and what, you know, like his goal, his goals were, and he talks a lot about how he's shifting um, at different points of his life, how new opportunities created a shift and how he's going with that. And so it made me think a lot about, you know, what kind of impact I want to have and where I am in my life. Um, and, and realizing it's fine to take a step back. And sometimes you need to do that more consistently, Mm -hmm. um, than you would have originally. And I say that because, um, I don't know if we said this on the last episode and I think it wasn't true, um, before when, cause I think our last episode before last week was in February. Mm Mm-hmm. So the time I was still working. Mm-hmm. So in March of this year, I was actually let go from my job, which is not as sad as it might seem because I absolutely wanted to no longer be working there mm-hmm. and was making plans to no longer be working there. The sun shifted. Yeah, the sun, <laughs> the just, sun went just was by. like, bye guys. And it's going to come back and it's going to come back with a vengeance. Yeah. There it goes. Yeah, there it goes. goes. It's like, here, I, oh, did you call me? Here I am. <laughs> um, and, and, and the terms and circumstances in which I, I left my job actually was better than what I had planned. Mm-hmm. But, and, and I spent a lot of time uh, in, in the interim, like kind of processing that, but we had a wedding to plan. So yeah. it took, it, it's not like I didn't have things to do. So I put a lot of energy into that. And now that actually, as of today, we are two months post-wedding, because it's the 19th, right? Yes. Yes. So we were July 19th when we were recording this. We were married for two months. Um, I... I'm now in a place where I'm I'm in my, well now what, mm-hmm. phase. Mm-hmm. Um, I have come to terms with the fact that I don't want to do what I did before. Yeah. Um, but what I want to do doesn't make money. So what what I'm claiming right now is I am a full time creator. I'm a full time creator. Um, and I know a lot of people are like, oh, I'm a creator. I'm a digital marketer. I'm all whatever right it's just easier to say i'm a creator and right. that's what i do full time unfortunately right now i am deep in the investment <laughs> with no returns part of my like the craft. beginning yes the early beginning creating videos making content all of that which there are things you can do and clearly i have a lot of materials to do that with right. but it is one that even from a monetary perspective you have to invest in and unless you have brand deals, unless you're getting ad sales and things like that, you don't get that kind of return. Right. Um, right. Especially at this point in the beginning, um, at the scale where it it your 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 assets will outweigh your liabilities. So, mm-hmm. trying to figure out. Well, then 
bills, right? Because so, you can't just go to the companies and be like, well, I'm a creator and I'm working hard and I have no money for you. So trying to figure out, you know, what that looks like, because even though, you know, I'm blessed to have a husband who has taken a big step in taking over a lot of the financial um, spaces that I used to occupy. Um, we had this discussion last night. I'm just used to having my own money. Yeah. Right. Soft life, me, take care of me. But also I want to, I don't want to ask for money. I will. Let, don't get crazy. I will. I'm actually planning on doing it later. Oh, <laughs> anyway. I absolutely will ask for money. But um, I like being able to have money where, it, you know, maybe this is a whole, that's a whole different conversation where I don't, there is no conversation. Like if, if I, if I hold up my end of our financial, you know, um, agreement and mm -hmm. I do the stuff that I say I'm going to do, then I'm allowed to buy those $4 cheetah shoes I saw at Target <laughs> without consultation, right? Now there yeah. is a, there is a limit, right? Like we both buy like, oh, look, I got this and look at, I got this and look at, I got this or I ordered this type of thing. But I also don't want to be like, you know, I bought a new car. I would never like, even with my, I never like buy a car and not mm -hmm. have a conversation about it. But I, I want to have money that I don't have to worry about. And you know, anything happening up oh, there goes, son is like, Fine she born. Day. I don't want to yeah. hear that. <laughs> <laughs> it was nice to have artificial sun. Oh, it, it, it's just playing. It's yeah, really just playing. The clouds are clouding today. Yeah, they really just playing with you. Yeah. Um. So kind of being in, in that space mm. um, and, and wanting to figure out again, what my next step, steps are, and, and what my next moves are and how I can continue to push myself and, and take bigger steps and bigger leaps in fulfilling my ultimate career goals. And what's really funny is my job as professionally, I work in career services. So I literally teach other people how to connect to training mm -hmm. and figure out what they want to be when they grow up. It's just probably like a psychologist doing it to yourself yeah. is the hardest. It literally is. It's like, like even for me, like I have the hardest time working on my own brand and mm -hmm. working, trying to figure out what my thing is that like, I literally get frustrated into just not doing it. Like it's always like, I need to, I, I always know I need to talk to somebody else about helping me with my brand and everything like that or helping me out with designs for myself. So I'm sure it's the same thing with you trying to figure you trying to figure out like, okay, what is my voice? What is what is my message? This, that, and the other. And it's like, that's frustrating. Analysis so. paralysis is what I've learned. I've been mm -hmm. doing a lot of read. I've been doing a lot even in this last 12 hours. <laughs> Analysis paralysis, mm -hmm. which is a Essentially, you spend so much time analyzing and planning, if you're me, because I'm a planner to a fault, um, and planning and, and, and setting things up mm -hmm. that you are paralyzed from action and paralyzed from execution mm -hmm. because you're afraid of one, if your plans don't line up with, yeah, with if the they don't line up with what it actually looks like. Um, and you just spend so much time planning that you don't do the thing. Mm 
Mm-hmm. Right. So I am deep in some analysis paralysis um, because I love to plan. I love to dream and I love to think. And when I think about, you know, I talk to you when I look at there's um, a, a theorist for strengths and it's called Clifton Strengths. If you ever have the opportunity to take the Clifton Strengths test, mine have changed um, since the pandemic. It's really interesting how they have <laughs> shifted. Uh, my top one used to be communication. And after the the um, pandemic, well, not after, but you know, after I took it since the pandemic, it turned to positivity, mm. being, which is not necessarily about it. Yes, it, it is about being positive, but it, it it's it's not like blind positivity. It's about finding the good in the bad mm-hmm. more. And that ended up being my course, like a strength that wasn't even in my top five, dumped to number one. So, but I say all to say they're all they're all still sectioned out into four sections, and your your strengths are either in influence, relationship building, um, uh, strategic thinking, or execution, right? And so, my top strengths are like communication, positivity, um, uh, not harmony. I have that. Um, individualization achieving but they're all relationship building and influencing and i think i have one uh critical thinking and no execution (laughs) skills Mm. i'm used to having people to do the things for me Mm -hmm. in an entrepreneurial when you switch to entrepreneurial state Mm -hmm. a lot of that execution you have to do yes so i have to force myself to do which part of me feels bad because it seems like, well, duh, do the thing. But there are people who I have to realize don't have my talent in in vision to think of and to create and to conceptualize stuff. But they can follow directions mm-hmm. and find details and be like, oh, I could do this. And, and this is how, you know, this is supposed to look or this is how this will actually look in, in real mm-hmm. life. Um, and so I'm having, I know I have execution skills because I have to do stuff. They're just not in my top wheelhouse. It's not where I, it's not where I'm excellent. Yeah. I'm good, but I'm not excellent in execution. Um, but I have to beef up those skills. So I'm trying to figure out all of this simultaneously while also having a husband and you got to water it sometimes. You got to feed it. <laughs> But trying to have like a balanced life and and making sure that, you know, I I feel like I'm hyper aware of like being a good wife Mm -hmm. right now. Um, You think I'm a good wife? Well, I didn't even say all that, man. (laughs) I'm hyper aware of like trying to make sure I make time for me, but also, you know, making sure... Like, are we good, right? And wanting to, like, spend time and do things. But also, like, I love being, you know, by myself and trying to, like, get my health together and, like, all these other things. So I'm also still learning that how I used to operate. I I feel like I keep saying things like, man, I used to be able to do this. I used to be able to do all this. And I used to, like, not sleep. I Not only is that not an option anymore, I don't want it to be. I want to sleep. Mm-hmm. I don't like the hustle never sleeps. 
Mine will have to. Who? The hustle. Oh. The hustle never sleeps. You know, people be like, grind all night. Mm, I need a nap. I'm gonna have yeah. to take a break. It's like, I, you know, I talk about how I used to work out crazy and, and I would lose weight and it would be like so good. Mm-hmm. I don't have the desire to be that, to do that, to be fit. Yeah. I, I would also on occasion, although I feel like I can eat well, I, I sometimes will want a donut. And I have to learn moderation, which is very difficult for me. I'm an all or nothing girl. I feel you on that. Like What, want a donut? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I feel like you just like your eyes glazed over. Like you're running through a field of glaze. That's your face. <laughs> oh my god, man. Donut glazed over. Weird. But no. Um, I don't know. I feel like well, one. I guess this is like one of those things that kind of I guess changes in the marriage and everything. Like when you get married and stuff like that, that you don't think about. Like, I'm like okay. I. Even when we were just boyfriend and girlfriend, I did think often about like, okay, what are we doing as for, or what what do I need to do to make sure we're good, this, that, and the other. And but now it's like, it's like one of those things that's pressing. Yeah. And I'm like, trying to make sure I'm balancing, or I know I'm not doing a very good job at balancing right now because I don't even know what I'm doing. You mean? Um. Like balancing between um, my graphic design stuff, balancing between work, balancing between home stuff. Like literally, I like half of the time I'm like drained and everything like that, and I, it doesn't necessarily feel good. But it's also because like I'm literally trying to make as much money as possible. Like whether it's like taking on more book covers book cover jobs or taking on more classes and whatnot to uh, either teach or to host and everything like that trying to make sure like i'm maximizing everything that i can and i don't know like i haven't really checked in with myself as much but i know like to a certain degree i'm starting to get more drained because of it so i guess like even just working on stuff this week, I need to try to find some sort of balance or some sort of check-in with that and figure out what the hell I need to do about it. But yeah. See, and it kind of makes me feel bad because I feel like maybe you have to take more of a financial, um, you have to do more because I'm doing less financially i mean if we think about it when i first moved here i didn't have a job yeah you pretty much took on a lot of stuff i did you didn't complain i know you were probably tired and on top of that this is kind of what i signed up for it's not that's fair (laughs) it's not like yeah like it's I didn't necessarily grow up seeing that. Yeah. Like me growing up, I saw mostly every single woman in the household working, like whether it be my mom going off to work, my grandmother going off to work, Sandy cooking and cleaning, like everybody did something. And so, but it wasn't, 
I didn't necessarily grow up seeing the whole um, like, yeah, you take like the man takes care of the household thing. So I'm literally leaning on like other examples and also trying to make sure I'm sticking to mine or trying to figure out mine. But um, I'm like, I don't want you to go back to the situation that you was in because I can't. It's like even if you were thinking about it, I wouldn't want you to go because of the fact that was kind of hard to like watch you come home or either like sometimes when I would drive with you to work to your job just to sit with you and everything like that. It's like even when I was doing that, it wasn't necessarily because I just had like I can always work from home, but I wanted you to have somebody that was familiar there with you. And also it gave me a, it didn't necessarily give me a full eye opener to what was, what was happening at that job. But the fact that you would like FaceTime me crying or um, just airing out your frustrations on a daily, which don't get me wrong, like, I, you know, that's what I'm here for. But I'm like, in the back of my mind, I'm like, yo, she need to quit that job. And like I said, that's not something that I would want you to go back to. I mean, by all means, like I, you, you talked about like different options and everything like that. But I want you in the best position as possible. That's yeah my aim. I mean, I absolutely have zero plans to going back to doing what I did in the way that mm-hmm. I did it. Yeah. Um, it was hard, and it was, it was bad, and. I I never want to go back to feeling the way that I felt about myself. Mm. Um, I felt very like I'm I am kind of ashamed of the types of thoughts that I had about life in general. Mm-hmm. Um partially because I feel like so many people have it so much worse and all that kind of stuff, but you know, bad is relative, yeah. right? Things, having a hard life is relative to what you're used to and what you're accustomed to and what your psyche can take after whatever <clears throat> and what your chemi- your chemical makeup, your, you know, your mm-hmm. mental makeup is. Hard is relative. Um, and I wasn't suicidal, but I fantasized about what if I just disappeared? Mm-hmm. I did not want to take any steps to end my life. Mm-hmm. But if I could have just melted into non-existence, I would have been okay with that. And I was like, hmm, this does not feel good to yeah. feel this way about a job. Yeah. But it was like also like what what they were expecting from you like or expecting like you work miracles a lot but at the same time like they put a lot that shouldn't have been on you with no resources to do it part of the hard part and no about help. how to part the part of the hard part about letting go is the most money i've ever made mm-hmm. so i was like you know i hate y'all and then you bring home a check and you're like it's an abusive right. relationship. It was we some of my friends at uh my job before that at San Jack, I say when I worked at San Jack, 
we used to talk about how they were so abusive because you would like complain about something and you'd be like, okay, we're looking for another job. We want to leave. But then we get like bonuses or mm. something. And we'd be like, Sajak is a toxic boyfriend because <laughs> as soon as you want to leave him, he does something good that makes you forget for a little while about how he messed up until the next time he mm -hmm. messes up. Mm -hmm. And then he just gets you more flowers and more candy or your favorite thing. So we used to joke about that. But the one thing that at least I had at Sanjak is I had, I had community. Mm -hmm. I had friends. And I a lesser drive. The drive was not <laughs> insane. I, and I had people who I enjoyed working with professionally, but who are were also and are also people who I dealt with personally. Yeah, yeah. And you think, I know people say, I come here to work. And, and if that works for you, fine. But oftentimes, and my whole thing was, it's important to at least like the people that you work with. Mm -hmm. Because you spend, generally when you work a job, you spend more time with the people in your office, in your job, than you do with my stomach, I'm hungry. Than you do with your loved ones. If you, especially if you go in the office, mm. right? Um, when you work remotely, it might be a little different. Yeah. Um, but you, we spent so much time together. It sucks to spend nine hours a day with some with people you don't like, and True. then you can't give to the people you actually love and want to do life with your best because you're having to recover daily yeah. from the trauma of being with people who you don't like, right? And that's what working in my last job was. After a while, I felt every day, when it got to be where every day mm -hmm. I was coming home and feeling like I needed to recover. And when I would come home and I legitimately slept until the next day and it happened off more often, I was like, this does not work. Or, yeah. And by the time I felt like I had got them out of my head and I felt fresh, it was Monday <laughs> to mm, go back. Yeah. So I just never desired to have that kind of life anymore. Yeah. Um, so it's great to be like, okay, I don't want to do that. Mm -hmm. Note it. Check. Okay, now what? I mean, I get where you're coming from on that only because like I did that back in 2009. Well, thanks. Drag me. It's 2022. But you've no, always... No, <laughs> no, like I, I was kind of... I felt like I was kind of forced into that yeah. role. If... if like this was like during the recession um i had no college degree i had like and literally the only jobs that were hiring at the time were something in the service industry and stuff and don't get me wrong like i didn't like i thought about going back into that but i needed something right then and there and everything like that so i literally thrust like my mom was like, why don't you start designing websites or doing some sort of artwork and everything? Like you're very good at it. I was like, okay, I'll give it a shot. And then I started looking up stuff on YouTube mm -hmm. and going down that rabbit hole while looking for a job and everything like that. So, but now we're in like a different time where like it is 2022 and everything is digital. Everything is like crypto this and, you know, uh drop ship that and whatnot but i think back then 
is also where you're like i'm not saying that you're not um working hard i'm saying like i don't think you are appreciating the fact that you have this moment same thing what i had didn't realize back then like i had every opportunity to go uh to basically think about it like and appreciate the moment that I'm able to like focus on what I want to do. I hear you. Mm-hmm. It's not that I don't appreciate it. I appreciated it when I had money in my bank account <laughs> and I could say, hey, I've done three things today. Mm-hmm. I And it's only 11. Mm-hmm. I'm done. Because the I could also pay all of my bills. And when I looked at my account yesterday, after I forecasted some bills I had to pay, and I was like, well, all right, I won't have any money. And it just goes back to wanting to have my own money. And yes, there are household bills and and all that kind of stuff that you take care of, but I have debt and I have bills. And yes, you're my husband. And so I, but there's a lot of debt. So that there's a lot of bills that if I'm like, actually, that's another thousand dollars just for that for next month's debt mm-hmm. to be like on top of everything else you do, you do not to without any warning. Mm-hmm. I also need all this money. Plus the things that I have been able to take care of for the household, um, Oh, I'm sorry. I thought that was just your no. Your, your ring, your ring. I thought cut. I don't. I didn't realize you had on pants. Or I don't know why I thought you had on pants. That's why I was just like rubbing my. Sorry, my bad. Um, <laughs> that I've been able to take care of mm-hmm. without having to even you know come to you about it, right? Mm-hmm. Sorry, I did a thing where I leaned on my phone. Sorry. The app start doing the Harlem Shake. So I, I just trying to figure all that out when it it didn't. I mean, clearly it it happens, and I thought I was gonna have. I thought I was gonna have more time. Mm -hmm. So I didn't prepare to not have time. I am so sorry. I'm just putting my hand up. I try not to hit the table. (laughs) Um. So I didn't prepare to not have time and so i needed to there is still work that to say like okay i'm not gonna have that kind of job but maybe i need to figure out because the dream still needs to be funded funded so maybe i need to do something else but i need to figure out what to do in a way that does not detract from me doing what i want to do Mm-hmm. If that makes mm-hmm. sense. Mm-hmm. I can't do what I used to do the way I used to do it because there will be no time. There's no literal time and there is no energy. There's no awake time. Right. <laughs> and right. I don't have I didn't have the energy and the stamina to do what I wanted to do. Because again, having to revise the blueprint. When I was 31, in, in your mind, 31 to 35 is not a, a long, long time. time yeah. Right. But from a physical sense. And I think if I'm being honest, I've survived a lot. We've survived a lot, Mm -hmm. but it is not without impact. 
having gone through the pandemic, mm-hmm. being a black person in this country, being a woman in this country, having gone through the kind of abuse, because that's what it was essentially at my last job and trying to figure out and navigate this world even when you come out on the other end alive it is not without impact and so the version of me from four years ago that could be up at 4 15 in the morning and be bright-eyed and bushy-tailed and do everything she needs to do and push myself past my own limitations consistently, mentally, physically. Even that, doing that for so long mm-hmm. and ha- the impact that it has on who I am now, I can't, I can't do that. My, I don't have the mental wherewithal to do that. And it doesn't mean I don't want to work hard. What I have to also remind myself is I was giving A plus, 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 plus work. So A plus work feels like D minus work because I know how hard I, I in my mind, I can still very vividly r- recall how hard I was pushing myself. So when I literally can't, it feels like failure. Mm -hmm. I know it isn't. It feels like failure to not be able to do. I imagine my mom said to me um, when she was here in May, you know, we, we talked about getting older and she was just like, sometimes it's so crazy because in my mind, I can do these things because I'm only 25. Mm-hmm. And then I try to stand up in my body. I'm almost 63. It's like, it hurts. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I'm not in my own body. It's like it's betraying me because what my mind is telling me I could do what I used to do, my body won't allow. And I imagine it's... Although I feel a little of that, right? My knees might hurt. Sometimes my back hurts. I, I I wouldn't do that when I gained a lot of weight. But shifting that to all mostly mental, like I'm used to being able to operate in one way and being able to build and see these kinds of results. Mm-hmm. And that's not happening now. So that brings me back to why I'm, now it's snapping that I want to build but I have the blueprints for a different Donisha. And what will that take to say, all right, I need to revise the Donisha blueprints. This is, and not, there's no shame in that. There's nothing wrong with saying, this is just not who I am anymore. And realizing killing myself to whatever end is not, wasn't healthy and maybe I had to do it for a little while to get me to certain heights and and whatever um but it's also not something I care to do and doing less than everything isn't doing nothing Hmm? doing less Mm -hmm. than everything is not doing nothing Mm, okay 
I get and you. I am <laughs> very, I, I make my to-do list. And my to-do list, I've, I've now, my weekly to-do list are now no more than 20 things. And I can do 15 of them and only focus on the five things I did not get accomplished. Mm. Because at one point I could do all 20 plus add three. But were you forcing yourself? To yeah. Do? But that's the, that's why I'm having to re-educate myself that not doing everything is not not doing it's not doing nothing mm -hmm. and that you know and because you tell yourself that and because you know that to be true doesn't make it easy and that's another thing to overcome like i know better mm -hmm. so do better okay <laughs> right like easier said than done because yeah. if people who knew better did better the world would look a lot differently True. So a lot of, and giving myself space and grace to say, it is a lot of unlearning. And I'm 35, almost 36, and I spent a lot of time learning. My personality, my, my values, my, my career has all been learned. I was taught and educated, and for all the degrees I have, have taught me to be an exemplary employee hmm. and giving me very little recourse on how to be my own boss. Cause even when I was somebody else's boss, which is my preference <laughs> in the workplace, I'm a boss under a boss mm -hmm. reporting to an organizational boss. Right. So trying to shift from that to say, I do what I want to do. It's great. Easier said than done. Because there have been very few things in my education that have taught me how to be an entrepreneur. And I've taken an entrepreneurial course in college because I was a business major. So that was part of the thing. Mm -hmm. But there are a lot of... Uh, you know, like mental hoops you have to get through that no one teaches you, that you only learn by doing. Mm -hmm. um, and even when you crunch the numbers on how you have to, you know, it, you know, make, how do you make money? It's not just, you know, when I think about it, it's not just replacing my salary, right? It's replace having health insurance. It is stuff like replacing that. Is, I need to then double the salary <laughs> to mm -hmm. be able to replace some of those benefits. And while it has great benefits and you can call your own hours and do all those things, oftentimes you're gonna be working harder than you may have worked at if you're someone's, if you're working at a company, right. right? And there's nothing wrong with working at a company. I wanna be very clear. It's nothing wrong with it. You have a company. If I owned a company, <clears throat> if I was a boss, an entrepreneur and I owned a company, I'd have to have people to work for me. At some point, when you grow, and if you wanna scale up, you have to have people work for you. So there's nothing inherently wrong with that. Mm -hmm. It has security, right? We would always talk about that. You know, you might be able to take days off and, and you know, without having to report to anybody or ask anyone's permission or get anyone's consent. But when you didn't work, you don't yeah. make money. Where well, I can I take time off, right? Have to make it up. I can take time off and be on the beach making money because I have vacation days. 
So I got paid to take a break. There are pros and cons to, to both. And I think it's just when you, because I've decided that that life didn't work for me and I want to do this other thing. And honestly, if there was a creator organization, it, like that's what you did. And it might, it, if I had, I could potentially look for a job where I was like, well, I'm going to do social media because like I could do that for a company um, probably easier than, be again, because I'm trying to unlearn what I've been taught, mm -hmm. which is a lot of who I am career-wise and, and, and how you navigate that space. So trying to give myself a break, but also not too much of a break because bills, <laughs> because being a grown up and yeah. it's, it is crazy. They don't they don't prepare you that for prepare, prepare you for this in adulting school. Adulting school, mm -hmm. the one that doesn't exist. They don't prepare you for this. True. So, I've been thinking a lot about like what I want to do and and making sure that every day I make some kind of real step towards that life. You know, I was on the phone with one of my best friends, uh, with Evie, before we started recording. And I was like, I feel so confident. Because, you know, we had that conversation maybe last year where I was like, I want to be rich. Mm -hmm. And I, I know people were like, you know, I just want to have enough to, you know, you know, take care of the bills and be a little well. No, I want to be rich. I want to have more than enough money. I don't want to have to worry about bills. I want to be able to say, yeah. Sure, we can. We went on three trips this year. We're gonna go on another one, and it's fine. I want to be the person who, if a loved one needs money, you know, to pay a bill or to have a surgery, I can do that for them. And it's not that they owe me; it's that I can give that. Like I want that, and I really, I know it sounds, I really see that for. Myself, I see that for us. I see it, but I can't see the stuff in between here and there. Mm. And I feel like every other time in my career, when I've like wanted something, I was like, okay, here. And then you go to school here, you get this training, and then you work here for this long, and then you do this, and then you apply for this kind of job, and then bam, you got it. And I don't see that now. Mm -hmm. What? I'm oh, sorry. You did that 17 times. When you was t -t 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 the table, where? Oh, wait till you listen back to the episode when you were doing this. You were hitting the table, and I looked at you. Just listen. When you listen, I mean, you you edit this, so you'll you'll see. Mm -hmm. Um, let me get a pad for this table. <laughs> that's why I try to be cognizant, but it keeps happening. Um, because we got new mics, which we didn't talk about when we talk about before we end. Um, I. So it, it, it's hard for me because I'm used to being able to see that and I can't. Um, and it is very much so like build a step, take a step, build a step, take a step, build mm -hmm. a step, take a step. Where I'll be like, well, I just want to build a staircase so I can just go on about my business. And perhaps it doesn't work that way. Uh, if it does, I don't know about it, but that's not to say it doesn't exist, but. Yeah. 
I'm also just hoping to hit the Mega Millions, but apparently you have to play the lottery to win the lottery. That's the catch. Yeah. I don't play the lottery. Because that's, that's a waste of money. So that's me trying to figure out how to make my mark and what, what I'm going to do with this life. Indeed. But you can just take care of me for now. does it feel to be you anyway gluck 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 so we have new microphones for those of you who can't see for those of you who can maybe hear better we got new microphones and they sound amazing and jeremy loves these i do i like them because they feel very like legit these are uh the sure mv7s so they are usb and xlr microphones so they hook into the computer via usb or they can hook into like a zoom h6 like a um with a regular microphone hookup and everything like that but they sound amazing i've just been using it for my uh for my uh, conference calls and everything like that even though i don't necessarily have to i just i'm like I want quality. <laughs> and but, these were gifted to us. Yes, these were gifted to us. So thank you very much to the tribe. And um, just loving every bit of this, man. <laughs> what? Okay, it's time to go. It's Whoa. Time to Hopefully the microphone didn't pick that up. My stomach is out of control. So before we end the episode, I, we've been p- playing with the idea of what kind of segments we want to have mm-hmm. and so something that i thought about was um you pick uh what did i call it i think i called it like big ups or what the hell so you choose if there's something in this week that you want to give a big ups to okay or something you want to be like what the hell it's probably going to be more what the hell than So you choose. So every week we could choose. Do I want to big ups this or I want to say what the hell? And then you can talk about a thing. So do you choose big ups or what the hell for this week? And then what I, what are you big upping or what are you what are, what the helling? Um honestly, I don't even know what to big up. Like are you talking about like spotlighting somebody or, or anything? Um, I mean, if anything, I want to spotlight our wedding planner. So big ups to Sheridan at Envision It events, and also our DJ. Like they're stepping into the whole thing of content creation as well with their reels and everything like that. Even though Duke doesn't necessarily like reels, and he posted about it, but um, and also I'd like to big up you. Me? Yeah, you know. Attacking life. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you know, because you're married to me. I'm just <laughs> but no, like, uh, like I'll probably have to prepare a little bit more. Okay. Uh, I did spring you on this. I've just been, you told, I'm, I'm thinking about segments. Oh, there, I'm fine. No, uh, if anything, I'm trying to remember anything that I've seen on Instagram or TikTok that I definitely have said what the hell to because uh, Brandon and uh, Drea and, um, I think Ashley, like they sometimes send me stuff uh, via the messages and stuff. I'm like, what the hell just happened? Yeah. 
Brandon uh, a lot more lately. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, this is hilarious, but what the hell? <laughs> okay. So this week, I'm going to choose what the hell. Okay. And my what the hell, I'm going to look directly into the camera. Is this it? Yeah. Goes to, my what the hell goes to ERCOT. ERCOT is the energy um, system. I, I'm going to say the grid Texas. system for Texas. Oh, right, right, right. Which if everyone can go back to their mind to the February of 2020. 2020 yeah. Right before COVID palooza. <laughs> um, we had a freeze here in Houston and Texas where it got really cold. Um, a lot colder than we're accustomed to, which means a lot of customers running their heat. Mm -hmm. um, and there was a power shortage. So we had a statewide blackout, specifically in large metropolitan areas like Houston and Dallas, and but, you know, in everywhere. And what we I learned then was that Texas is on on its own energy grid. Yeah. There is an eastern seaboard grid and a western seaboard grid and then Texas. So like in the country there are three grids. <laughs> and we cuz cuz there are a lot of things that's just because Texas mm -hmm. are on our own. So I keep getting these emails. The first time I got it I ignored it. But after the third one where they're like come on, I got one yesterday they're saying Please, today is, you know, July 18th. Please conserve energy with us. What does that have to do with July 18th? It, it, it was just saying, like, today, please oh. conserve energy. But they send them, like, every few days. Yeah. It is 103 degrees. I'm mad you put the Jewish on it. <sighs> the, if you look at the weather cat forecast for Houston, it looks like binary code. <laughs> okay it's just one oh oh one 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 three oh oh one 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 oh oh one that's funny you want that's us funny. to raise the heat to raise the air so you want and they're saying oh put it on 78 first of all we have a very well insulated apartment yes it's like I, without this fan it's hot i hate being cold <laughs> We have started to sleep with the bedroom door open, which I hate because the bedroom gets too hot and we need to, I am literally waking up in pools of sweat under a fan, under a ceiling fan, but trying not to put our air on 60. But right. in the day, normally having it at 74. And for me, if we pay the bill, what the hell? Give us the energy. Okay, I do not want to go. Don't try to coax me into burning. I'm literally, we're taking showers and I can't dry out quick enough before I start sweating. Now I'm gonna take another shower from the shower. Okay, gotta dry off in the middle of the kitchen because it's the coolest room in the house. Oh my God. I am not going to conserve energy by turning this air conditioning up to 78 or 80 so y'all better not let this grid break again because i'm gonna come down there ERCOT. okay y'all y'all telling us to chill out no i want to chill which is why i'm not turning the air up 
to 78. Like, nobody wants to walk around with a musty neck uh, like or wake up with one. It is too hot. I want to go out with my friends, but it's hot. So I be in the house. I literally started sitting outside on the on the balcony and everything like that just to try to condition myself because I know how horrible and miserable I was in New Orleans when it was like I was miserable because like my underarms and were you like were sticking together. Crank. I never really thought we were going to break up when you was that crank. I said, well, I, don't, I don't know if I can deal with this because he come live with me. I live in Houston. And if this is what it takes for him to be cranky, goodness, well, you going to be cranky wasn't just, all the time. Okay, it wasn't just the heat. I got, I was tired of sneezing yeah, it was the lot. whole time. Like You don't like nature, apparently. No, nature didn't like me. Like I've never had that issue of like sneezing literally Okay. Every two minutes, like walking down the street, taking a shower, sneezing, like back to it's, back to back. New Orleans is hot. And I was ready to fight somebody. Yeah, it was me. And I'm always ready to fight. So, <laughs> but no, nah, um, I, I started sitting outside to try to condition myself just in case something happens. No. Knock on wood. Let me tell you. But I'm like, if they try, if they try that bull. This go around. I'm good. Mr. Urcott. I am coming to find Mr. you, Mr. Urcott. Okay. Yes, there. It's too hot for that bullshit. So what the hell, Urcott? I'm not gonna help you conserve. the The deal is we pay, so the bill goes up. The bill is higher when we, cause we we're at home, so the bill go is higher. Yeah. Because even though we have average billing, it actually was three dollars less this month. I saw that. Month. I was like, okay, we okay, did so something. It was three dollars less. Um but, but coming from Com Ed, yeah, so much cheaper. Yeah, but that's you also only have it's not actually because you had you'd have a gas bill and an electric bill. I didn't have a gas bill. But a lot of people do. Oh. And in, in Chicago, because we have gas things. And right now in the winter, in the summer, I mean, the air would be higher in the summer. It may not be $160, but it would be every, at least in my apartment, when me and Amber lived together, which is the last apartment, it, it was every bit of, you know, $110. But then the gas bill might only be 30 because we were running the heat and it was the exact opposite. I am not, I just refuse to be uncomfortable in my own home. Yeah. And if we pay the, the deal is we pay the bill you let us chill. Uh, Literally. If we pay the bill, we get to chill. So stop telling us to conserve. Because you not because we need to conserve energy, but because y'all don't want to do the proper thing in terms of fixing our terrible grid system so that we can survive this ungodly heat. And so that's my what the hell. My thing is what what happened to solar power uh and all that other energy stuff like I know wind ain't really blowing through in here through here but like there's a whole ass sun that's beaming directly on our on the back of our necks on a daily basis. Put some solar panels down. Well, I'm sure that's that will be a pr a program, a, like a, a building thing, something they could do here, and and they could set that up. No, but I thought like like in some like even in some countries, like they have like fields of solar panels. Yeah, we ain't got that. It don't none of that matters to me. It matters that people are trying to cajole me 
into turning into being hot. I don't like extreme weather. Like I don't want to be in it. Even though I love I love Houston because in the summertime it don't get dark till like 8:30, 10, 9 o'clock. I love that. But I don't want to be hot. Just like I don't want to be cold, I don't want to be hot. So ERCOT, get it together. Thank you guys for joining us for another episode of If It Isn't Love podcast. You can follow us on the socials at If It Isn't Love podcast on Instagram and Facebook. Also, if you're not already, make sure that you're following us on at The Woodson Way, which is our new couples, millennial marriage funny look what we got going on um instagram page um where we're gonna be showing our date night stuff and just videos that we make about uh our interesting takes on marriage and then also you can follow us individually at donisha renee d-o-n-i-s-h-a-r-h-n-a-e and at jl woodson on instagram and on instagram. i am jl woodson on tiktok Yes, I'm Danishu Renee everywhere, except legally. It's spelled differently. Oh my God. <laughs> Until yeah. next week, y'all. Bye. Peace.